to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 49. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Bard. Dan. Uh, we now did it again. Almost had it. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. You had a second try and you fucked up. Or, or fucked did up. we? Or did you, I guess. I, did, I guess a- we're keeping it. Accidentally on purpose. So today we're going to talk about... Uh, it, it actually it's very relevant to the times right now and uh, the crazy weather and just yeah. the masses being played like a harp. Ah, uh, 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 boo! Better boo. Song, it was man. good the second time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you guys, uh, I've been working on your material. Yeah, I know. Well, I only had those written down. I had that written down. It was like I had a, a series of of Mr. Conspiracy's cue cards in front of me, and I had each word written down on them. I had them all spread out. As under, like just big harp with like a little drawing of a harp and just underlined a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Was, with the yeah. one on the cue card. Um, <laughs> man, we're, we're on a recording machine right now. I think this is the most we've recorded ever. Ever, since ever, ever in a short period. Cons- consistency ever. is something that we are not known for. <laughs> so don't get well, used I, to it. It's going to be like a week. I can record one, I guess, the, in another week from now. Same time next week. This will happen every time you give a promise. Should happen. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Well, they don't. They don't care. People don't care. People love us. No. They love our shenanigans. No, but yeah, we we're talking and about I, we're doing harp. You said it. We're, we're relevant with the times. The, all the hurricanes going on. The giant earthquake in Mexico. Yeah. A lot of har- a lot of harp talk. Everything's burning. Everything's on fire. Droughts, yeah, droughts, the insane weather patterns that are, or, you know, I mean, you could just say that they're... Two Category 4s touched down on land in the United States. The first time ever. Were they 5s or 4s when they hit land? Four. They're two 4s when they hit land. Hmm. They were 5, like, building up, and then they they pushed out last minute. <laughs> Good on them. No, like, we had, uh, we had a bunch of prolapsers down there in Florida, and Seems like everyone everyone made it through. They said it was fucking hell, but everything's getting back Although, together. Well, that's oh, the, ones who, the ones have messaged us, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Crazy so, stuff. Ho- man. Hopefully, everyone crazy made it. stuff. Um, just get yourself an Explorer two hundred and paddle <laughs> down to your uh, near <laughs> safe zone. Neighbor, <laughs> get some sugar. Safe zone. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's bad. Anyone? Uh, should we get? Should we get right into it? I don't like. We don't want to do space news. Space News! Whoa! Space News! Um, Big Space News. Satellites and shit? Well, I got this one. Because we had to re-record, I already told you guys this, and it's not that exciting. Scientists discovered an alien planet that has titanium skies. So cool. Um, so the discovery that, uh, the atmosphere of, uh, wasp 19 B has atmosphere that is titanium oxide. So we can't live there. Infer- they're calling it in brackets, inferno world. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> cool. I, will. I didn't, oh, man. you didn't that's say that amazing. the first time. No. Yeah. You didn't say that the first time. That's super cool. Now I totally want to live there. Um, but I was Welcome saying before, to Inferno World. Yeah, 
Uh, that's great. We play heavy metal 24-7, every radio station. <laughs> no, that's good. All I'm, all I'm picturing is the guy now, just from, I just watched it not that long ago off... Uh, Deadpool? Ma- no, Mad Max. Oh. The blind like guitar player with a flamethrower on the front of the truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just going pi- just picturing, death. Just picturing that, yeah. yeah. Anyways, everyone, poke your head outside your office building or wherever you're working and check for a second sun. Anything? Uh, well, it's dark, so I'll, I'll wait till tomorrow morning. But no, well, it was more for people who are listening to this right now. But anyways, oh. thank, th- <laughs> thanks, Brayden. Thanks for ruining the punchline there a little bit. But no big deal. Mister Conspiracy promised you a second sun in the sky when the Cassini spacecraft crashed into Saturn. Actually, we th- I think he said Jupiter, but he was wrong. It was Saturn. But he's pretty close. He missed it by a whole planet. A whole planet. Classic Mister Conspiracy. Anyways. Yeah. Next. There is no second sun, but the spacecraft Cassini crashed in, sending back pictures right till its last moment. And they're actually they're pretty sweet. Go check them out. So now you know, um, Mister Conspiracy is the dud he portrays. <laughs> also, it, we have just again Aurora City right now, man. Like just forever, I nuts. never saw them, and just boom, Auroras every night, Auroras. So you've like, seen them? Oh, every night. Wow, they're insane. They're just blowing up everywhere. Yeah, Byron missed it. You finally seen him, and he's on, he's oh, not gross! Right in the mic, not even <laughs> no, a fucking did. head tilt, Didn't even try. not even a twitch to the left or right, just direct. No, shot. no, I turned I turned away like the 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 tail tail Van Day of Chocolate Rain. I turned away. I don't get the reference, but you don't remember Chocolate Rain? Chocolate Rain. Some stay dry and others stay the same. Oh, that fucking YouTube hit. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, and he'd, he'd turn and breathe away from the mic. And they would say, like, in the in the captions, turn, yeah, turn, like, and, bre- turn and breathe. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Anyways, that's all I had for Space News. Um, Me too, pretty much. That's all I have. Well, I'm glad to see you Oh, hear that you've finally seen an Aurora. Yeah, it is pretty. You know what? I've, I've been so spoiled the last couple of nights that I'm like, I'm over them. They're mesmerizing, though. They're still pretty cool. <laughs> They're not special anymore. I'm like, sure, well, I don't even care. Did, did you get any, like, nice oranges and purples and stuff? Or I know just really good greens. But, you know what? I'll get back into that in a second. Sure. Um, why don't we throw on the Randomatron X2? Let's do that. Get it, get it rigged up. All right. Um, yes. Um, I guess... Are we going to turn it on? Is oh, it, I mean, it, I'm, it, I guess... It, why, I mean, you're I'm you're turn always it on. so unsure of how this new machine works. <laughs> no, I'm, so I'm, you, you I'm let, just gonna... You let us know when it's hooked up, when it's all ready to go. Yeah, okay. And push start. Okay. And here it goes. And stop. <laughs> wow. Great Listen stuff. Listen to that baby purr. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hit its stride now after yeah, the second I think, one. I think we, we got to work it. You know, Byron settled here. in. Byron's here. He took a, back he, in. Byron took a look at, at the instructions because they're in Australian. He deciphered the, the the English for us, and uh, we got we got to work Australianese because it. it's pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> Green button on, red button off. <laughs> don't don't touch that button. You're good to go. Beer in hand, good to go. Oh, okay. This is a it's a good one. Are you sure? <laughs> we'll, we'll be the judge of that. We're, we're waiting. Deputy Sheriff 
<laughs> Wilbur Neff. Old Willie. Old Willie. <laughs> During the night of April 16th, 1966, Deputy Sheriff Wilbur Neff and Dale F. Spar were alerted by radio to a UFO report being made by a woman in Summit County, Ohio. She reported a UFO. What was that? That was Byron going, Ayo! Sorry. Okay. (laughs) She reported a... Byron, keep quiet. I'm trying to read. Shut up. (laughs) She reported a UFO as big as a house flying over the area. The officers investigated. They stopped their car and got out to investigate the area in the woods near the caller's address. Suddenly, they saw a UFO rising above the trees and coming towards them. It was growing brightly and illuminating the area all around. The object was making a sound like an electrical transformer on overload. It stopped above the officers and was apparently generating some heat because one of the officers was moved to say... (laughs) Was moved. My clothes weren't burning or anything. (laughs) But it was warm. I I don't know why he felt moved to say that. (laughs) My clothes weren't burning at all? He goes... That's it? Or anything. Generating heat because one of the officers was moved to say, my clothes weren't burning or anything. (laughs) Okay. It was warm, but my clothes weren't burning or anything. It was... It was warm. <laughs> that's something to make note of, that your clothes aren't on fire. So, you know, yeah. it's hey, important to guys, that. <laughs> I want you guys to know right now, my clothes aren't burning or anything either. Oh. Um, one of the officers, Spar, admitted he was petrified. In the two minutes or so, they watched the object. They got back in the car and then watched as the object moved away from them. The officers picked up the mic and reported... This bright, oh, I'm gonna do my mic, <laughs> gonna do my mic voice. Uh, this this bright object right here, yeah, yeah. the one that everyone's saying go over, yeah. The radio controller replied, perhaps comically, uh, sh- shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> but the officers pointed out that this object was no toy and no joke. <laughs> All right. No jokes. No jokes underlined. So I really. No joke. You read it as, it was as is not a joke. And as big as a house, just as the woman had reported earlier. The officers were instructed to chase the object and did so, reaching speeds of over 100 miles per hour. They, they were joined by another officer, Wayne Houston, who also witnessed the object. In Pennsylvania, as the chase continued... Police officer Frank Panzanana. Yeah, Panzan- that was great. Frank Panzanana also witnessed the UFO, which hovered near Pittsburgh Airport while a plane took off and then shot straight up and disappeared. Like police chief Jeff Greenhaw, Dale Spar was ridiculed after making his report. His home life was destroyed. He suffered poor health. And he had to leave the force. The force? So it says. Please force. Interesting. I'm thinking like Star Wars force. 
Uh, yeah, so, well, this, this guy's both fun. are acceptable. They radio. The they they're pretty much people think they're making jokes. Tell them to shoot it, chase it. Um, they no, file a official report. It's no and they're joke. Ridic- it's no joke. No joke. And they're ridiculed to the point where they have to quit. Very unfortunate. Classic, classic UFO. Tough gig. No one believes you. Call you crazy. Gotta quit your job. But they probably seen some fucking some Italian entities in that in there. Or some like dance break dancing silver suited. <laughs> you know what, Freddie Freddie Silva did say there's a pl- like a whole bunch of different species. So each each race has a different uh, different specialty. Some are dancing, some are barbecuing. Oh, yeah. Can I hang out with the barbecue guys? You can oh. if you if you want those shitty pancakes. I just want dimmies. What? Dim Sims. Fuck you guys don't know. Ah, he's crazy, Ozzy. All your Ozzy listeners probably know what just, he's talking just about. Just think of progies, but put them on a Barbie, and then better again. I could get on board with that. Just goodness, mate. Like I, that's one thing I'm looking forward to going back home. Dimmies. <laughs> they called. Dim Sims. I thought that was a Chinese thing. Well, actually, dim no. Sum? If if dim, no, not dim sum, dim sim. Yeah, was, but isn't it the same thing as you dim change sum? one? You change one vowel. <laughs> we did, but it, it, if you actually Google and it's on Wikipedia, which must be true, of course. But it's it's actually the Australian New Zealand take on dim sum. So we've altered oh. it. The ingredients is unknown because it's probably mostly <laughs> cat uh, and a lot of cabbage. It's platypus. <laughs> platypus. <laughs> oh mate, those things are poisonous. Oh, way you can taste so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But. Oh, I like I've tried to find the recipe for him, and the only one I could find there's a one on YouTube, and it's a bloke making them and cooking them and singing the recipe. But he's as he's doing it, he's doing it to I come from the land down under, and I just can't handle it. Can like, you sing that song for us? I, I, like he's like <laughs> get some cabbage and some. Oh fuck! I it's the national it. anthem, Craig. It is the national like, anthem of Australia. Not quite, <laughs> unofficial, it's, unofficial. It's unofficial. <laughs> but yeah, this guy's seen it and he's trying to make a recipe at the same time or he is and I just it's so cheesy and just so like terrible I couldn't sit through the whole thing. We're gonna look that up on after hours, we're gonna watch it because we gotta see okay, it. Okay, we'll do it. We gotta see it. Yeah. It's um anyway. Sorry. Tangent sorry. tangent for a little uh, dim sim. Oh fuck I want dim sim. Now he's fucking frothing over <laughs> here, he's starving. Deep fry the bastards, give them to me, steam them, I don't care. <laughs> give me dibbies. Um Harp. On to Harp. Yeah. Um, now, Dan, before you give us a quick rundown on harp, I believe someone has sent us in some music that we're going to play in the background when we're doing a quick summary of the case file. Oh, I was going to, yeah. Are we going to do that today? Uh, I wasn't going to. We you know what? Let's do it. I'm going to give him a shout out here. I know what? I'm, I'm going to do things out of order. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Zell's prolapser of the day to our new music correspondent mark woo woo i think his name is mark jaeger or jaeger i can't really tell but you know what he's a legit music like um film music composer he's done a whole bunch of fucking videos wow i got i was pulling up his website really cool. quick here because i didn't have it up but he like he's worked on some like big he's worked on fucking 22 bullets starship troopers 3 scorpion king 2 no. um what else shanghai like nightfall uh, halo nightfall those are the ones I recognize. Oh. He's probably got a he's got a dozen on here, so he's a legit he's a legit uh, film music composer. Good work, Mutt. Super neat. And he made a quick little. Uh, well, he's making us new a new intro too, but he's also made us like a little a little like intro. What are we calling it? 
a description intro. So when we're, when, when we're yeah. in- introducing case files, this is going to be plain. So take it's in the it's background. Pre- it's pretty sweet. Nice. There you go. So we yeah did that. Oh. There we go. Do it, Dan. Hit Let's it, hear. Dan. Harp. Okay, harp is a stringed musical instrument that were been known since antiquity in Asia and Africa, dating back to 3500 BC. Man, they're hard right. to play. Fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, we're talking about the other one. Yes. We are. Oh, man, yeah, all my yeah, notes are. are wrong. Yeah. Actually, all I brought in wrong. a harp. I was going to play it for you guys live, but no, let's grab that. Zell is classically trained in the harp. Yes, I learned how to play harp before guitar. I'm drunkenly trained. <laughs> you ever put up? A- and trust me, just like the harp machine, if he starts playing, I'll kill myself. Oh. <laughs> Um, okay, the harp, the harp system is a uh, uh, the one that we do know about, and the one that we'll primarily be talking about is the one in Gakona, Alaska, which is the harp is uh, what's the acronym for it is high high frequency auroral or sorry high frequency active auroral research program. Yeah, okay, so I don't know where the F goes. I guess high frequency is hyphenated, but are supposed to be, but I don't know because then would be half harp. I don't. Don't yeah, I think they just did it just to, they just made it sound a little nicer. It sounds cool. Without that, right. I guess. Um, the, the official story is that HARP um, was a project, a joint project between the United States government and a couple of other uh, uh, universities or educational places. And it was designed basically to uh, project uh, high frequency and low frequency uh streams of uh radio transmit like radio waves into the ionosphere and so uh the ionosphere is the highest part of the atmosphere so you have like the troposphere and the atmosphere and and, uh ionosphere is at the very top and basically uh what they wanted to be able to do with this is the uh um uh, scientists wanted to be able to study the effects of what they could do uh like study things that how how the sun uh, like solar flares and how those affect the ionosphere and how those affect weather patterns or how you have they have an effect on the jet stream basically things that they couldn't really you you can't really duplicate uh, or you can't really isolate all the factors in like studying weather because there's so many uh, intricate factors and stuff that goes together but they were hoping that they would build this this program uh, this facility and be able to uh, at least control one factor about uh, at least the radio waves and how the sun uh, how the sun interacts with our ionosphere to produce uh, weather effects and things like that. So that's pretty much the official story. So the official story is it was done for educational purposes only. Pretty right. Much. It's uh, it's about like I mean, uh, architecture is it? I guess construction wise, it's about what 180 interconnected antennas, and they basically just form one giant antenna uh, radio. Uh, it's just like a giant radio broadcast antenna. That's what it is. But instead of instead of broadcasting out, they're they're designed to broadcast up. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, 180 towers. They're about they were about 70 feet each. So there's like this is a massive complex of towers. And I I read a stat that said it was about so like a, the biggest AM transmitting signal is 50,000 watts. And right. when a harp is powered on, it can go up. It's about I don't even know how you even do this math here, but it's. 7200 of those stations so 7200 times 50,000 watts and i get it is right. the final is like the actual amount of power so it can pump 72, straight up 72000 no, 7200 50,000 watt stations is pretty, is what they say is that, is okay. how much power this this small portion 50. of ta- of antenna can project but it projects it straight upwards and when it hits the ionosphere 
It does a bunch of shit. We're going to go through it. 360 million watts. Is that the right math? 360 watts. Yeah, I'd say that's the right math. Yeah. So it's a lot of fucking watts. Not, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fucking gigawatts. watts. No gigawatts, though. No gigawatts. Uh, yeah, I think the ba- the basic idea was to have those radio waves that they're that the the facility is able to produce. Those radio waves have an effect on the ionosphere, basically, uh, kind of vi- uh, being able to vibrate the molecules in the ionosphere and um, being able to push it out or like take out a section of the of the ionosphere. And basically, what would happen is they'd be able to see what happens when you push out a part of the ionosphere. I know it sounds crazy. Uh, and it sounds really, really serious, but it basically when you remove part of the ionosphere, then the stratosphere moves into that area and you could actually affect the jet stream or you could have a, a, a somewhat minimal effect on, you know, and if you expand that outwards, studying that kind of effect, if you expand on that outwards, you could see how they would um, uh, large effects in weather happen. Yeah. And like some of uh, like some of the other like applications could be in the military for sure they've i remember read i read a lot about it is they're trying to see like a over horizon radar so if right so like experimenting in the ionosphere can give you over over horizon like radar so you can see farther than you should on radar is another right. one is another one of their like they say like harmless harmless techniques that they're or they're, that they're trying to harness using this thing right and that was the i mean that was the actual uh i think that's the HARP facility formerly was an over-the-horizon radar station. Yeah, like and that's what it thing. was. Yeah. And and when they were, and it was pretty much towards the end of the Cold War. And when they decided that they were going to shut it down uh, because a lot of uh, over-the-horizon radar was falling out of favor with the military in favor of uh, AWACS, the um, you know the the planes that fly around, uh, basically having mobile radar stations. So you have the planes with the big uh, you know dinner plates on the back. You have those kinds of planes that fly out, and they're basically mobile radar stations that that serve the same function as over the horizon radar, but they are both mobile. So they're, they're harder to strike or, or disable. And then they're also, um, uh, they can serve as air control. Uh, they also serve as like air control towers, like mobile air control towers. So it's pretty cool. So once they started doing that, they used that on a large scale. They started decommissioning their over the, uh, over the horizon radar sites, which harp was one. And that's where we enter Senator Ted Stevens. Wait, so wait, you guys know that, but a harp like this harp is, established was not established till 93 so that no the the building the, it didn't come online until 93 and i don't think i don't know if it was actually built or it was actually there was there was a there was an over the radar uh or sorry over the horizon radar station already in gakona alaska and i think it was this this facility like but but right. they didn't they hadn't they hadn't changed it into you know they hadn't modified it into what its its function as harp was or it's you know the actual things but it was an over the horizon radar station so it was already it was already ready to be i mean they're already broadcasting radio frequencies they're already ready to broadcast frequencies and this this large facility uh basically was ted C- stevens was like well if you're going to shut it down well how about you you can funnel i mean this guy was pretty good at getting federal that was his whole thing. He was really good at getting federal funds for his state, Alaska. So as a senator, he was like, well, what if we put forth the proposal? How about instead of shutting it down, you guys can put more money in it and we can use it for science experiments and uh, uh, even, you know, science experiments and, and missile defense and uh, weather, weather pa- studying weather patterns and things like that. Right. So I think that's basically happened. So did you come across, I came across this guy 
Bernard Eastman. And he's the guy who had the like original patent for this type of uh, ionosphere heater, I guess, is the actual first patent it was. And what he, he came up with is, is there was like, I guess there's a whole bunch of na- like uh, natural gas reserves in that part of Alaska. But just because the state they're in, they're very hard to like excavate and get out and ship to whoever else. It's not really feasible to do that. But what he, right. what, I guess what he proposed or is that uh, they build, they expand that station there to house it, to pretty much go forward with his patent. It's because there's a pretty much unlimited supply of energy here. So, right. So the number I came across was like the amount of the amount of natural gas there that's just sitting there, like it can't be shipped out because it'd be too expensive to excavate. Could power the entire United States, all like the whole thing, for a full year. Every everything, every plant, every fucking thing. So quite a bit of power. I could get rid of the gas pretty right. quickly. So I guess so. I, his he what they what it was I guess is they built that there. Be, just because this is the, this is the theory or this is like what they tell you, they built that there just because they had so much fr- not free but like they had energy there that was easily tapped. And he like this guy Bernard Eastman he had the original patent for like ionized like an ionosphere heater. That's pretty much what I came across. And then Braden, you still yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening. Oh, oh, I thought we, I thought we might have lost you. <laughs> no, I'm just listening intently. Just intrigued. <laughs> just intrigued. Okay. So, uh, so that was, that's pretty much the basis, what they tell you it's for, how it was established. Do you want to say like, should we tell people right now that this is not the only harp, center in the world there there's, no, they got, there's multiple they got that mobile harp fucking ship that looks eerie as hell well i was, the, we were, the, I was gonna come to that after but yeah they have the mobile version the sbx1 sounds cool sounds like something that cobra commander would have Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like it looks it, like when you look at this thing if you saw it like it, it just looks like an eerie like military thing like you're like what the fuck is that giant white orbs on it like those are radar domes those is that what <laughs> that's what they are i mean they're just they're radar domes. Well, I, don't know. I mean if you have a really big white because i mean on the ship i used to add we had a bunch of them so you have the little radar domes a little white you ever see those places like those are just radar domes and then uh they, they broadcast out uh radio waves and receive them so you have like multi-directional radar you know, you can you can broadcast that radio and receive it. It's you know when it comes back. Time, yeah. um, and if you have, I mean, at the harp one, if how we're saying like it needs to be so big, yeah, a really big one. I guess the little ship would have to have a big, huge one on top. But yeah, they look super cool. I think it's neat. So there's the mobile one, which like that got that plays into a conspiracy a little bit more. But there's also more around the world. Dan, did you have a list of the other ones that you found? Uh, yeah, not. It's like there's there's another one uh, north of still in Alaska in another city of an Alaska. There's another harp uh, facility. Are these are the uh, you know formally acknowledged ones? There could be other ones that we don't know about. But uh, there's one. I know there's another one in Alaska. There's a, one in Western Europe. There's one in Russia, and there's one in Puerto Rico. I think those are the other ones. Those are the other ones. So those are some of the I ones can't... that have been confirmed, and there could there could very very well be more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So now, now you start to move to the conspiracy side. So if this was if this was a high frequency active auroral research program, and it was just done just just for re- educational purposes, and all of a sudden around the world, like all these sites stop pop, start popping up with the same type of te- like ionosphere heating technology, 
like why like why right there i'm like okay well like if it's just for research and it's harmless and they're just trying to see the benefits of what they're doing why all of a sudden do they start popping up all Everywhere. over the world Everywhere. and why do they yeah. now why do you have a mobile one yeah. Like what, and there's the a point? there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that lines up that's really weird. Like I can I mean I'm on the side of like okay you know I understand you know weather research is super cool and it's really neat. But there's also kind of the fact that you know when I was reading the research about it is that the heart facility you can't go inside of it. They won't let you go inside. There are a lot of other government facilities, uh, you know, government jointly government funded facilities. You can go to places where they do nuclear weapons research uh, in Los Alamos. You could go to any of the ones down in like New Mexico and they'll give you a guided tour and they'll let you see any de- declassified material that you want to see. Well, I don't want to, they won't do that at Harp. Don't they won't do that. Well, won't I was there. actually read an article where about a year ago now they were allowing uh, people into the Alaskan, uh, one of the Alaska uh, bases because of this whole, uh, I guess conspiracy going on, and this might be jumping ahead uh, a little bit, uh, but they did open their doors to the public to because there were all these conspiracies, and a university actually took over the funding of it. Which, again, I might be jumping ahead talking about the whole no that funding side of things, but uh, where are we here? No, it was the University of Fairbanks. Now, correct. So, so what happened in so ninety three? It was established. Yeah. In 95, here's where a little bit of conspiracy comes in for, in, in for me. So originally, originally it was owned by like, uh, fuck, I've lost that company. Um, what, my, what I've got here is that it was actually, uh, I don't know the actual company name, but it was the Air Force and Navy, the US Navy yeah. and Air Force that were in charge of it. And right. yep. um the University of Alaska Fairbanks weren't happy about this and when they took over, so they were actually opening the doors and inviting the public to come and visit for free and doing tours. And right. uh, When was that, though? When was that? When this, did they was this was This article was uh, end of August 2006, saying that it was like okay. that weekend, so it was like August, September last year. Okay. That they actually so there's, <laughs> and yeah, there's we, still like 10 years in there. And Well, this is, yeah, this is... Sorry, 2016, not 2006, 2016. Okay. Last year. Right. And yeah. the spokesperson was quoted saying, we hope to show people that he's not capable of mind control and not capable of weather control and all the yeah. other things that we've been accused but of. That, but that, after but they've gutted it. Two, yeah. Yeah. Well, after they took everything down, after they took out all the cool stuff. That's the and thing. And it's like, because it's, it, yeah, it's not funded by the government anymore. So it's and like, yeah, they can let show it. you what... It's not. They're not gonna. They're gonna be like. Oh yeah. Hang on. There's this secret room down here where we do all the shit. We're not gonna show you that. Like they're gonna show you what they want to show you, to make you believe or make you think that it's all okay. Yeah, that hundred percent. That's a work. Like having people come in. Like there's nothing there that. It's a cover. Cover hundred percent without a doubt. Yeah, you have like a whole almost what like twenty years in there where there's like there's stuff going on and nobody yeah. really knew what was happening. And then after the government steps out, you know, it's like, okay, well, they probably told the university, like, we're going to take everything out. Don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, or we're just going to take some of the classified government equipment out. So you guys don't need to be here for this. And they actually just like cemented up a bunch of bunch of rooms with stuff in it. You know, it could just be like it's stuff down there. You'll never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. But let's get into it. I like I think they're using harp to control the weather. Hundred percent. So that's that's the big conspiracy. That's the big conspiracy, um, and 
one thing I one thing I was reading and looking into it was talking about the tsunami that hit um, Thailand and stuff in two thousand four. Yeah, uh, PP Islands. Yeah, yeah. It was a Christmas. Like, oh, Christmas? That... Was it Christmas that that happened? Yeah, it was around the holidays. Yeah, around the holidays. Um, they Boxing uh, Day, I think. they were saying that like they think that maybe that was a a harp test gone wrong. Because they there was auroras spotted in that area, and that's super low and super rare in that area to, areas to uh, get auroras. And then uh, and then the flood hit, and they said, or the the earthquake the hit, the tsunami. And then I was tying that in because like ever since like you know all these storms and all this stuff's been happening as we're getting more and more aurora buildup, right? Like more yeah. auroras, like almost every night. Like it's been crazy. Right, mm-hmm. like yeah, things things are starting to calm down. The rumors are going right. So I'm like, I'm start. I'm, I'm wondering if there's a connection between uh, visible auroras and uh, extreme weather conditions. Yeah, and some people might be wondering as to how how a radio, basically a giant radio transmitter, could cause earthquakes. Yeah, not just changes in the weather is fine. Like ma- manipulating the the stratosphere, or the ionosphere is one thing, but actually manipulating like fault lines and things like that, that's different. Do you guys? Has anybody got anything on that? I mean, I could talk about it, but... <laughs> well, just, like, when I came across it, like, I can see, like, science-wise, like, sure, if you push the atmosphere up and it can push the jet stream a little bit, you can direct weather, not necessarily create weather, but you can direct weather. Right. But when it comes to earthquakes, I think, like, you can't just cause an earthquake in somewhere where there's no fault line, right? So you can't just be like, all right, these guys have this, but there's no fault line within a 1,000 kilometers, but we're going right. to cause an earthquake. So you have to, like... Maybe it's possible if you like this goes back to like a Tesla type of thing, right? Like his 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 fucking oscillator right. machine. His oscillation yeah, his oscillator machine. So like this tiny like pocket held device could like find the resonant frequency of a building and start to it right. was the all the molecules would start to shake and the building would start to rumble. That's like right. that's that kind of story there. So I guess if so like, yeah, those resonant frequencies, yeah, basically you start it in one place and they actually get stronger like the farther they go out. So you have those ones, like those, that's what Tesla was kind of working with was just, actually, I think his whole resident thing was actually an accident and uh, he turned on his oscillator and it like, it just started vibrating and then it happened to hit that frequent, that resonant frequency within the, the, the strata of that, that certain area of New York where his laboratory was yeah. and it started, you know, he didn't feel it where he was as much, but as it moved out further, like people could feel it in the buildings because it got stronger as it moved out. And we'll probably do a podcast about cool stuff Tesla's did someplace. Um, <laughs> oh, te- yeah, Tesla's, but, Tesla's getting done for sure. But even speaking of that, like, I, I remember reading, like, articles where it was saying, like, they could potentially with this device, they could have, like, just unbelievably strong lightning storms that are just, like, just obliterating an area. That'd be so cool. Or irradiating. Like, Horrifying. I read this one article that when they went into to the Iraq war, actually, this was on Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory. <laughs> so I don't know. They're talking about the Iraq war and how, like, they think they may have used harp to irradiate the battlefield. And when the tanks rolled in, like, all the Iraqi soldiers just, like, came out in a daze and, like, confused and just surrendered. Like, they were just fuck, fucked up, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, weather, yeah, weather manipulation is not as a use as a uh, weapon of war is not something that's that's new. It's not something that's relatively new. I mean, uh, U.S. military at least has been doing it for like 50 years or at least 50 years back, back in like 1950s or something during the during the first Indochina war. 
they were actually using they were using cloud seeding techniques because they wanted to extend out monsoon season for some of these places and like flood strategically valuable places that they wanted to uh, you know take out a commission or they thought people were were hold up they were they would you know take planes which and they'd use cloud seeding which is basically taking charged particles or charged materials uh, uh, uh positive charged materials and you jump you dump them into a cloud where it's it might has a possibility you can basically just increase the chance of rain and so if you have these clouds that have rain or you can you can make them rain more so they would cloud seed these these planes and and or these clouds and you could just ex- they try to extend out the the monsoon season make more rain and Right, like cloud yeah. seeding is like a proof. Like you can do that. People can manipulate the yeah. weather. Yeah, there are there are there are tons of different techni- patented techniques that uh, that do work. I mean, I know the king of Thailand or the previous king of Thailand, who's who's dead now. Uh, he's got a patent on one technique of cloud seeding that they used here to uh, to re- you know gain some relief on droughts uh, in the areas in Thailand, and. It's it's something that we've been doing forever. But the actual I mean, the funny thing is, is that the U.N., the United Nations, actually had to put down like in a in a ban, like they had to put a weapons ban on anything that has to do with the manipulation of weather as and using it as a weapon of war. And there's an actual 1977 agreement and, uh, that they had all the major nations sign that they wouldn't use weather. As a weapon of war, like it's just, just it's the just fact weird that, that you have that. to have something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just it was the called, fact that you have to con- have that. Convention on the Prohibition of Military or any other hostile use of environmental modification techniques. And so signed, long, which so long, signed in Geneva, which, May 18, so long ago, 1977. That's a long time. Which means, which means they were on. If they didn't have it, then they were on their way to figuring out how to do it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, China exactly. China has its own like weather manipulation bureau. They have an actual one that that employs up to thirty two thousand people or something, and they say they use it mostly for uh, they try to avoid hailstorms and things like that. Like I said, by uh, by either dispersing or creating clouds or high pressure areas to try and deflect uh, major weather disasters in China. But they have an actual weather manipulation bureau, and I mean that's their stated mission. And you, you don't know, maybe they have other uses of course they do it's like most stuff it starts off as some sort of military thing and then 10 years down the track it becomes mainstream technology with a lot of our technology and i mean it's too it's too big to be like something that you would just write off i mean you wouldn't you would never stop researching it i mean being able to control the weather i mean it's the ultimate every exactly everyone wants to have the perfect weather why do you go on holidays during winter you get away from you know the cold or if if you love the cold you'll go somewhere where it's super cold but not wet like you're not going to go to australia for the bloody winter because it's shitty and wet and miserable and windy you go to canada you go to japan for the snow the the problem the difference though for the conspiracy is they're not using weather man, like manipulation for the good. For good, yeah. They're using no, no, exactly. weather manipulation to either steer hurricanes or cause earthquakes. It's pretty much it goes along with the NWO agenda. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're like well, there's theories on like it's it is the main weapon that in the end will be used to depopulate the world. Right, much. the culling. The culling. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever you want to well, call it. Could you, Aside, could you even? Let's say like maybe they're not even there yet, but could you like? Imagine that um, these things, they can be used, but in a minor sense, like 
say these hurricanes that were coming and just pounding the states, right? Like maybe Russia's using their harp to help, you know, power power up these storms before they hit the states. You know what I mean? Like not saying that, but maybe they're being used in a silent war already against each other. You know what I mean? Potentially, for sure. And then right? get all the California's been dry and had some of the worst fires on records, right? The the East Coast just getting pounded by storms. Well, you have a look at the whole of North America at the moment. Okay, there's a there's a post the other day where it was like, basically most of Canada is under fire. Uh, other parts are getting ridiculous floods and stuff. We've got hurricanes happening. We have earthquakes happening. You you deplete a nation of all their resources. They're worrying about whatever's gone down and whatever's happening. And then all the resources and the population are trying to help out one another. And while they're down and out trying to rebuild, bang, you come in and attack from the other side. Got them. Boom. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Control of the weather is a, is a terrifying, uh, you know, idea that you could control. You could basically hold entire nations hostage. For sure, you know, like well, we're just we're just gonna keep your rain. You don't get any rain this right. year. You didn't you, you didn't know? pay for rain this month, so you're not getting yeah. rain. Yeah, you didn't you, give us a sufficient number of human sacrifices, off. so we're gonna freaking we're not gonna give you any rain. Uh, we're gonna cause massive earthquakes. If you do get rain, it's gonna be a huge lightning storm that's gonna uh, occur over highly populated areas. You know, and having that kind of control over something that even like weather is not. Weather can be predicted, but it, it's always like even weather science meteorology is not it's not a one hundred percent. The most, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The weather makes a different story again, but yeah, and weather is, I mean, it's a system that like weather systems are uh, are incredibly intricate and and interconnected, and you can't. It's it's hard for me to to be able to like even if it were a new world order that they could actually control the weather with such accuracy to be like okay we're gonna whip up a hurricane here or we're gonna set off a bunch of tornadoes over here. No, I don't uh, think that's where... the case. Right, I think they're just powering them up. I think they're just. I think if it, I think it's an, say this, so you, so you got a fucking you got a storm brewing in the Atlantic. It's right. it's whipping up. You yeah. ha- you have your mobile you have your mobile harp system. You have the harp array around the world. You're like okay to feed right. to feed this to feed this hurricane to make to it bigger or stronger. It. Yep. it needs right. cold air or hot air. I'm not actually sure exactly how hurricanes work. It's a mixture of like right. it's a mixture of hot and yep. cold depending on the atmosphere. I don't know exactly what it yep. is. And the hemisphere too. Yeah, well, and they, they like call a, them different things. Well, right? different, the water yeah. temperature yeah, is cyclone, cyclone hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like that's the yeah. case. If you had say, I, I think if that if that's a conspiracy and a hurricane started, and you had the potential to push this hurricane to a target or to make it stronger or to steer it away. You know what? To steer it away, like, that's for the good. Like, oh, it's going to hit Florida? Push it out. Yeah. Go to sea. But the I, conspiracy yeah, is that they're I think doing that it was one of the. I think that was one of the reasons that uh, what might have affected a decision to build, like, a harp system in Puerto Rico is that they would be able to create, like, high-pressure shields. Like, you'd be able to get, create areas of high pressure using the, the, the high-frequency or the ELF frequencies uh if you've targeted the atmosphere heat it up enough and create like a high pressure zone that would deflect hurricanes like the hurricanes would like bump into them and just kind of move off or they would change trajectory uh enough that it wouldn't it wouldn't cause less damage or you could you could mitigate damage from a, a direct 
hurricane collision with land. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm more on board. Like, if there's a if there is a conspiracy, you can control the weather. I don't think you can create the weather, but you can steer it. I think you could steer it or amplify. If what if yeah. what, if what the if what these people are you know if it's like if it's legit like a malicious malicious attempt to to harness the weather. But if like we said before, like they had to do a treaty. They actually thought about this. Like, all right, we're getting close. We can't do it yet, but in the future, people will be able to cause like havoc on like on like ca- like go to war on countries using the weather. And they're like, okay, we can't do that. Like, let's fucking put a stop to that right now. So if if that comes That's up, a, yeah, <laughs> if that like if that has to come up in like the UN and like the nations have to sign off on that, you're like, okay, there's actually I, I came across another treaty. This is between uh, the United States and Canada. On the Canadian Gov- Global Affairs Canada website, Treaty E103819, it's an agreement between Canada and the United States relating to the exchange of information on weather modification activities. So if one country is modifying the weather, they're supposed to let the other guys know. So if, oh, we're if, weather if, buddies. Yeah, we're weather buddies. <laughs> so if like the America, America is like brewing all these storms, they're supposed to be like, all Thunder right. buddies. Thunder <laughs> buddies. Thunder buddies. <laughs> Thunder buddies. Good. Yeah, so pretty much there's it's just like a fucking uh, nine a nine article treaty. Go look it up. That between the Canada and the United States, like okay, if you guys are like experimenting on the weather here, you got to let us know so we can like plan accordingly or like vice versa. So like these articles exist. Water like weather modification definitely exists in some form. I don't know this now because I, I like to read both sides, right? So the debunking is always like, harp is so big. Sure it pounds a bunch of energy into the atmosphere but it's like not even like not even a percentage viewable or comparable to like the actual sun percentage yeah right it's relatively small like in the in the grand you know scheme of things like within looking at the the atmosphere like you know the size of the earth and the ionosphere itself like punching the tiny little hole is like dropping like a needle in the ocean like you throw in a needle in the ocean is basically what some people equate it to exactly so when you start to debunk it you're like all right you can do it sure you can we can put like energy into the ionosphere and you can push it out and sure and that maybe that does like move the whole atmosphere just a little bit is that enough to really steer the jet stream like i don't really well what i'm saying is like if they're using if they're using like vhf if they're using you know fm frequencies if you're using FM frequencies, mostly like the, the typical limit of it is maybe 100 miles, but that's in clear weather and line of sight. Right. I, you know, and that's in good conditions. That's in perfect condition. So I would think that if you wanted to produce enough radio frequency to get to the, the ionosphere, which can be uh, up to, you know, triple that distance, 300 miles, something like that, and, and to have some sort of effect – on that upper atmosphere, I would think that you would need a lot of power or you would need a lot of you know, broadcasting power to push that much energy into the ionosphere. So, I mean, it, does, I mean, it makes sense why it's so big. Like, man. Yeah. Like, so, like, say you had all of these stations working in tandem across the planet. Like, is that is that big enough? Is that enough power to steer something so far away? Like, I'm on more, more on board if you had mobile versions. And you wanted to go steer the ionis, like steer something, you know, steer a hurricane. Dude, you get it, close butterf- to it. Butterf- butterfly effect. Yeah. So a little like, change somewhere does a big change somewhere else. Yeah. But then I, you would have to be able to calculate. Yeah. How that. do you calculate? And I don't that. think that's. 
I don't think that's something they can do. I'm with Zell. They signed that in 77. I'm not saying they can't do it. I think think in 77 they're more talking about like – they were more talking about like if it's cloud seeding and that kind of thing, like artificial creation of rain, which can really mess up a lot of things. But I don't know if they're specifically thinking about this. But so, I mean, somebody probably was like, whoa, man, like – you know, probably some of them at least read comic books and had, you know, Dr. Doom creating a weather control machine. Like somebody could have saw that coming. Like, <laughs> say they fire it up the first time. They're like, OK, well, let's uh, let's put uh, whatever this much into the air and see what happens. And they're like, boom. And then they do that and is the cause. And then the effect is they're like, holy shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, well, there's a so you're saying I mean, there's a story like, the tsunami uh, in. uh Right, we cause a tsunami halfway around the world. They're like, okay, well, let's. Like, I'm, right. a, I'm a believer, oh, but it can't, be, it, can't, it can't be aimed though. If that's the case, like if you if they did it, they did, it, and then the result was by accident and wasn't targeted because there's no way you could. I don't think you're if you shot because I think I remember reading like the the harp area of effect is about 60 miles wide in the ionosphere. So so you shoot that up. So that's a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of anything. So if that does cause an earthquake or something like, from doing that. Then that's just pure butterfly effect, like completely, like like chaos theory, like random, right? Which, yeah. like, I don't. I think the way that they would be doing it, yeah. If they, I would, uh, I'd probably be more on board of them creating like er, like the mobile harps creating earthquakes. Uh, basically, sk- like how that works is like they skip the or how people say it works. A conspiracy theorists say it works is you bounce off like ELF, like extra low frequency vibration, like uh, an extra low frequency broadcast off off the atmosphere like you bounce it and then it hits the ground and then it, it vibrates the ground to a point where you can trigger earthquakes in places that would probably i mean they are earthquake prone or are ready to have an earthquake and you can just trigger that now what i find terrifying is that um like these are causes of earthquake and if you're if you're thinking about uh causing an earthquake somewhere I would think that if somebody had weather manipulation technology and they were going to cause an earthquake, you would just hit the center of the United States and you'd set off the the Yellowstone caldera. Like that place is ready to go. Yeah, if you really and want if to you had like an earthquake machine, like every time I hear about earthquakes or even I hear about North Korea like doing underground nuke tests or anybody, those kinds of things, like that's what I'm like they're getting ready to do that. Like cuz all you would have to do is just like set it off. You just like there's the fuse is already there. You just like, you know, just give it a little nudge. Yep. And then it would go. That Who's always fuck? makes me pretty scared, you know. Oof. That's scary. Okay, now that's what I was thinking. <laughs> now, now you just talked about the ELF, like the extremely low frequency waves, right? So uh, there, I have an article here because I, I really tried because there's a on this topic there's like a million articles, a lot like a lot of them are so vastly different that it's really hard to like find like something legit. So I found. This is as legit as I could find with not being from like any type of mainstream news or any like any news at all. It's actually from there was a conference in Honolulu, Hawaii in ni- August 1st, 1997. It was called the Inter-Society for Energy Conversion Engineering Conference. And there was a bunch of questions to ask about HARP. So there's like a list of questions here. And one of the questions was, will HARP be used to generate ELF? And it pretty much says, no, it will not be used to generate ELF, but a side effect of shooting these frequencies into the ionosphere is that the ionosphere rebounds ELF back down to Earth, so it actually does cause these things, but they they call them beneficial. For I don't like that doesn't say why. So yeah. it actually does cause ELF waves, even though it doesn't like they're actually not shooting ELF waves into the ionosphere. 
from what they're I just can bouncing find. back. They're just so a, whatever comes back is like the residual cause. Yeah, is the residual cause of yeah. doing that, and the rebound of that shooting back mm-hmm. is ELF. So if you go to if you go that direction, another conspiracy of Harp is the mind control. So I guess the well, the, well, ge- the general theory is. If you can mind control machine activated, we are now in control. So the, the the theory is that that bouncing of the ELF waves back down, because if you if you start going in really low hertz, you can cover like a huge distance. So like let's take AM radio. Some AM radio stations at night can bounce like say you have like, I know there's like a like coast to coast AM at nighttime can reach like three thousand miles away, right? It can go way farther than during the day because there's no sun interference. So the theory is that if you're bouncing these harp waves at night. Into the, into the ionosphere and it's bound not so now you're way up you're hundreds of you're like hundreds of kilometers up in the atmosphere and now you're bouncing these elf low frequency waves they can reach like thousands and thousands of miles away and the theory is that these waves resonating at certain frequencies so like your human your human brain like operates pretty much in like three frequencies like beta alpha and theta waves and obviously that's that that topic gets really complicated but to break it down really simple what i could find is Beta waves are like your peak concentration, so it's thirteen to forty hertz. So that's when like you're at, you're like you're trying really hard, you're really focused on doing whatever task it is. Like Braden reading, you know. Braden, Braden reading. Braden uh, reading. Uh, what was it? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Doctor Seuss. No, Neil deGrasse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Braden. Watch, Braden reading reading uh, one fish, red fish, whatever fucking blue fish, whatever it is. Yeah. Braden reading that. I. It's green eggs and ham currently. Right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. And then you have your alpha waves, like seven to twelve hertz, and that's deep re- relaxation. This is this is more for meditation techniques, and then there's also other 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 uh, applications for these hertz. And then theta waves are like pretty much in a waking dream when you're like in super deep dreaming state, like almost like uh, REM lucid dreaming. Yeah, like your deep REM sleep, so you're really low. And supposedly the theory is. Like- that at certain frequencies, if they are, so I, I'm guessing it's some type of like alpha wave. If that could produce an alpha wave for a long period of time, it would actually like dull societies. Like it would dull your brain. It would dull like your concentration. It would just make you more placid and docile and like more receptible to information. So if you like you're fed a bunch of stuff on the news, but you're constantly every night being bombarded with these waves. You just like you just get a little bit stupider and a little bit stupider, and that's kind of like the dumbing down of the population theory. Could they? Could they do a South Park? Could they pull a South Park and? I don't know what that reference. I know South Park, but I don't know the reference. Rip out the brown note, the good old brown note. I don't know exactly what the brown note is, but I heard it is theoretically possible if you find the resonant frequency of frequency of people's bowels that they will evacuate themselves. Yeah, but now would each would each person's like resonant frequency of like it would have to be unique to each person. I think it would. I I'm, I agree with that. I think like not like everyone's very similar, but it might be like just like one percent off, and then it doesn't work, right? It's gotta be, be perfect. Funny though, if like only like five percent of the population Start shit on themselves, Earth shit themselves, and no one else does, <laughs> be like, <laughs> you shit yourself. What's going on? Like nerds, nerds. Yeah. Uh... 
that like so the- yeah. <laughs> that's what I would use it for. Like if I was in control of weather, I'd make people shit themselves just for the laughs. Just for the, nah, you know what? Just, you know what? It, it'd make the world. If you no, did, if you did that, funny. No if you, overall agenda. If just, you had control, no dark agenda. Just just for laughs. Yeah. If you had <laughs> if you had control of this weather manipulation system, but all you use it for is make people to shit themselves. And after like a couple times, like, gotcha. You know, people would be like, you <laughs> know what? Do great, it again. Great prank. Great prank. It's, do it again. It's vote, like we're gonna ro- you're gonna roll over the mobile harp, the the giant mobile harp ship to make like all the people in France like shit themselves. <laughs> Apologize to anybody in France who lives in France. The French are great people, but you saying. know what? Though? It, it's a military thing. How many men and women out there would still be fighting if they shut themselves? Like you'd chafe up. It's not sanitary. It's not sanitary. Exactly. Like, and it's not a harmful thing, but it's an embarrassing, and it'd slow you down. It'd be a great defensive mechanism. It's like it's the, uh, what's it called? Like that microwave gun that the guys use to like superheat the moisture on your skin. Yeah. Uh, riot control or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Instead, instead of that, you, you make people poop themselves. Just poopy poopies. Anyways, a little tangent there. <laughs> Sorry. The brown note. The brown note is theoretically possible. I don't know if it's possible through HARP. But the mind control is like, that's one of the big ones. They're like, oh, okay, if they can shoot these fucking waves across the whole United States or whole North America or whole, like, whole Europe, is that is that part of it? Do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I mean, I, I read a couple articles. I watched a couple of documentaries about uh, people uh, being able to manipulate your, yeah, the frequencies in your brain or the brain waves. And you could produce effects. I mean, it's been reported that people have been able to produce effects like fear or fear of the, specifically of the dark for some reason. So you can have fear of the dark and you can also cause people to like lapse into into complacency. So they're kind of saying that that's that's another purpose of harp is to just keep people you know you keep people in the emotional state that you want them. If you want them in a heightened state of paranoia or fear, like you can do that or if you want them to just you know, be lax and, and, and not worry about things. If you want to do something else, uh, you know, you can also create that. So, I mean, it's just a different type of, uh, military application or, or however you'd want to influence people that way. Right. Okay. So you got, you got harp control and weather. There's patents. Harp control minds. There's patents for the weather. I didn't actually find a patent for controlling minds. Harps and minds. Harps and minds. (laughs) Now I did find some. I did find some interest. I found the, I found a lot of patents. So what I was trying to talk about before, and I said like, oh, I lost Ugh. a company. I found that I found it. There's actually been a little conspiracy here tonight. I've lost the same article twice, and I can never find it again. Oh, it takes it me again. Like, I lost it again for like ten minutes. There. I was looking for it. Anyways, I found it. So the original, the original people who developed Harp were it was called Arco, uh, Atlantic Richfield Company, is what it stands for, and they were just a, a liquefied natural gas company. But the the company that took it over that really started developing it was called APTI, and they they held twelve patents that they they claimed that were going to use or try and use with the construction of the harp. And some of these patents are pretty crazy. So say you don't believe anything about weather control. Say you don't. You're like, okay, it's harp. Harp is perfectly educational. It was just <clears throat> done just to extend like radio communications or just see what happened when you've shot that shit up there like or try and prevent a hurricane coming or like yeah like non-nefarious turn like yeah if okay, they wanted to if they wanted to say like try and try and prevent it say you believe that now there's 12 
12 main patents to it. And a lot of them, and you probably expect, it's like, first one, ionosphere and or mag magnetosphere uh, altering a region in the Earth's atmosphere for those two, ionosphere and magnetosphere. So, like, that's one of the patents, and that's what they're trying to do. So, they, they, they were just trying to experiment with that and see what happened. Method four, producing a shell of relativistic particles at an altitude above the Earth's surface. So, that's, like, that's part of it, too. Like, okay, like, just seeing what it does. Method and apparatus for creating an artificial electron cyclotron heating region of the heating region of plasma. I don't even know what that means. Does anyone have any idea? Wait, what that wait means? this is a patent. These are. I still are, think some. Yeah, these are patents. I, feel, I still feel like people like they word these things where they're just like, "Hey, this might happen." You know, it's, like it's this like could, a, that would be cool. It's like a waste like if that management yeah. technician who is a garbage man. It depends yeah. on the way you word things, but no, in, to like get these, a patent, those different. The thing is, like the these are patents you can Google. Oh, good. Sorry, you can go on the U.S. patent site and you can actually look. And these are legit patents. These aren't just some hack things. They're actual patents that people have put forward. It's so, a like, to get still, so to get a patent, if no if no one's familiar with a patent is a patent is like intellectual property. So if you have an idea, say you have a new idea for a new trailer hitch, and you're like, and you. You're like, oh, no one's done this before. I swear, no one's done it before. You do your patent search, and you're like, all right, and I can't find anything like it. Then you go to like the panel, the board of whatever, like this different in Canada, the United States. Pretty much, you you pre present your business plan with your patent. You're like, okay, this is my idea. Design. This is it. how my design works, and this is why it works, and this is how I can prove to you how it works. And no one else can steal that. So, and if you can do that, and the panel signs off, like whatever, like your there's different panels all over the world. But if your panel signs signs off, that means. Your idea had merit in some form, whereas like it's potential that it could work. So then if you get the intellectual property, then no one else can do that patent. And for well, there's different. There's twenty, fifteen, hundred year patents. So these these patent guys can knock it back, saying, "Hey, what are you mate? You, this, this well, they can bullshit. just deny, they can just deny a patent. They're like, "Well, you can't prove to me you can do it, so there's no patent, right? Or someone's already done it, so there's no patent. So these patents they've gone before a panel and they've been presented and they've gone. You know what? That's plausible. The, the amount of research they've done and how they presented it, people say that so it's, kind of it's like, plausible. It's Mythbusters. So kind of, there's almost. Kind of, I, kind I, of. Found a, I found a patent, US uh, 201000722978 one method for controlling hurricanes. There you go. <laughs> so someone presented that to somebody with proof that they could do it in some fashion. Enough material and research to say, bang, I can control enough to say, Enough to say that it's plausible. Not necessarily that they could do it, but enough to say, like, with a little more advancement in technology, we could possibly do this. That's crazy, right? But it hasn't worked because... But obviously it's... Irma just went... Boom. Well, maybe they maybe they forced it there. That's also, the oh, this one's a weird one too. Patent... US 6506148B2, nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. Right? Creating, creating a video signal for displaying an image on the monitor, the image having intensity. Modulating the video signal, signal for pulsing the image intensi intensity with a frequency in the range of 0.1 hertz to 15 hertz and setting the pulse frequency to the resonance frequency. See, there's math. Like, I don't know anything about that, but to me, that just tells me there's math to it. Like, someone's tried it, done it. That may be with people who got uh, epilepsy. Or they're working on it and they're making progress enough that they want to patent it. 
Well, yeah, man, exactly. it'd probably be a new. It'd probably be more towards like a more inner, you know, one of those a more interactive cinematic experience. You know, making scary movies scarier and porno movies. You know, porno or more porno, more porno, more porno. Yeah, so, if there's one thing about pornos, we oh, I wish they were more porno Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Major. Okay, so I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna keep going through some more patents here. A lot of them are a lot of them are like just normal patents. They're like okay, this one is a folded cross grid dipole antenna element. So that's something to do with the the system, right? They're like okay, that's never been done before. We're gonna patent that. Lightweight focusing reflector for space. Patent five two zero two six eight nine. Now you starting to get, now there's another one like artificial ionospheric mirror composed of a plasma layer. That's a patent. Creation of artificial ionization clouds above the Earth. So. Cloud seeding. That's a patent. High resolution directional gamma ray detector. That's a patent. Obviously, it's for HARP, so that has something to do with gamma ray detection. Something to do with ionosphere. I'm sure the ionosphere like really deflects a lot of gamma rays from space. Now we're gonna now we kind of get some other stuff here. Defense system for discriminating between objects in space. So pretty much what this one says is a military application of HARP could be, say there's an inbound missile coming for the States and it's, it's, it's up a couple hundred kilometers, like inter, like intercontinental missile, right? They can push the atmosphere up and change the pressure of the air. Kim Jong-un? Say, say he launches one of his missiles, right? Say fucking North Korea does launch a fucking missile. United States has a capability. They change the ionosphere enough where this missile is shooting that changes the air pressure and all that shit. It, cha- it actually throws the missile off course, so it's a missile defense thing. That's one of the military applications of that, this. That that would be a great and legit use of it. And that's a legit patent. And that's, some, does... so that's something they, that's something they discussed while like while they were building it. And like maybe they tested, it, maybe they didn't. Where does the missile go? Oh, just shoots off course, and maybe it just crashes into yeah. a, a different country. Who knows? Okay, fuck you, Australia. <laughs> Listen to this one. <laughs> This one is weird and gets even crazier. Ready? US 61563568. I love your the numbers, instant, bro. This instant invention is directed to a pre-cooked pizza pop-up toaster product designed to be sold in the frozen state. That's amazing. Sounds awesome. And so it's essentially pizza pops, and the fee has lapsed. It's saying on this, no one owns this patent right now it's for old, pizza get pops. Get on it. Get on it. Edit this out. Take this out. How, forget <laughs> Don't let people know about this. How have people let the How have people let the patent for pizza pops lapse? <laughs> what happened? No. What happens after twenty years of a patent? It becomes public public knowledge, and anyone can do it. Uh, 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 so then that's why. So you, say say you have a patent. So now, like this patent's been out for so long. Anyone in the world can develop this technology. It's public knowledge. Like anyone can develop it. So no, hey, the guy I, probably I, couldn't find a way to manufacture it. Either can get the funds together to like to get the manufacturing done, or he couldn't convince anybody to do it. So then uh, it just lapsed, and now every anybody can do it. And yeah. Somebody probably was like pizza pot. Well, Boom. okay. So say, nah, anybody. So then here, say this because there's a like if you look up hurricane control and stuff. There's so many patents with different kind of wordings, and they all have these various math and. And diagrams and such. So say if they, they really did have the patents on this heart machine and whatever. And they... Oh, my God. Wow. Three? Four? Five? Six? Was that six? 
Ah, one short of an orgasm. There you go. <laughs> Seven is an orgasm? Oh, yeah, eight, so, 90% oh, orgasm. Sorry, tangent, don't worry about it. Keep going. 25%. I, I, can't even, uh, I can't even remember what I was saying. Okay, so just... Oh, they these, had the pat. So well, they let them yeah, lapse, but because it's 20 years and they know that it's got to be released, they flood the market with so many similar patents that it's almost impossible to decipher what's real and what's not at this point. And they're all in little pieces, right? Sure. Yeah, so like patents. Yeah. Like, so any of us, technically any of us could develop. Holy shit, what the fuck was that? Anyway, any, oh. any of us could develop patents. But we don't have the means or resources to uh, to do it. Okay, uh, the last the last patent the last patent that's listed at this fucking just quickly all these patents that you're talking about right now the these, U.S. U.S. patents yeah but are these the twenty year old ones or not? Yeah, these are now over twenty years old. Okay, so they're they're old as shit. They're old. This is like the, all these patents are in the late eighties or early nineties. Okay. Pretty much all. So the technology has been yeah. like the idea. Well, okay. The idea of the technology has been around for a long time. For a long time. So let's say theoretically the way that technology in the world has progressed, that this could be quite possible. Quite possible. They could even have new patents that, that we don't are, know about that are way beyond this. Like they filed these patents are like, okay, that didn't work. But we have a new way, which yeah. is now patentable also. You try to do this, but uh, we see a better one. Exactly. Okay. So I continue. So for the last the last patent, U.S. patent 4873928 is for nuclear-sized explosions without radiation. What? Nuclear-sized explosions without radiation. And the theory of this one is... If you had, if you could pump enough power into the ionosphere, say you charge this motherfucker up with a billion or two billion or five billion watts of power, so it's sort of like a death ray, some sort, some type of death, and you fucking constantly charge it up, and then you instantly turn off the power. The theory is that that energy will spring back towards Earth, and all the energy will hit in a localized spot and just cause major devastation. That's what the conspiracy is. But how can you aim that? Well, like, it probably has something to do with gravity, too. So if you fucking did... Say you threw one of these mobile fucking harp things in a city or an area. So it's like a suicide bomber. Or but or you had enough harp locations around to kind of triangulate a location. Yep. Whatever you, whatever you want. Like, however you can do it. Say so you could shoot enough. And you could heat up the ionosphere enough. And it would expand into space like a whole bunch. Say it goes out 100 How miles. How tough is this spinosphere? How what? How tough is this like out of lie that's like sucking well, shit? Well, it's all back fre- down. it's all frequency, so it's not. There's no actually no real like substance to it. It's not like you can't really destroy it. You just expand it with like more energy put in, the more it expands. You're right. But usually it expands in a big like the whole glo- like half the global expand because the sun is hitting it. But at nighttime, if you were to shoot a whole bunch of this into one spot, is the theory. You could charge it up, and it would rebound and cause like a gigantic explosion with no. Nuclear so it's residue. Like, it's kind of like the tides, where the moon predicts the tides in the ocean, where like night and day it moves as well. Well, yeah, because the sun, like the sun hitting the ionosphere, is what charges it. Right. So, what, like if you're artificially one half it, of the Earth would be, sorry, depends on if you're a flat earther or not. But no it, one listens to a flat earther. <laughs> show. If you're on one side, the sun's going to be stronger and like draw it out one. And like yeah, but charge equal, it, and but equally, 
Yeah, right? well, it's what I'm saying. Like it, it's it's it like almost like a hula hoop around the earth, like a belly. The sun has nothing to do with my explosion pattern, though. No, the explosion pattern is if at nighttime that you were heat up this one spot with enough energy, the pattern is that you could theoretically blow up a place on the planet with no nuclear radiation. It's pretty much that's the last that's the last pattern I could find on the heart. So all all the other ones kind of make sense. And now when you're like, well, someone thought of that and actually like try to like at least present it to somebody. Kind of weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The stuff about the Baffles Maze is just 20 years ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Anyways, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot on the harp. There's a lot of theories. The mind control stuff. Like I I don't really know, but Braden? We have lost him, haven't we? I think we did. Shit. Uh, um, oh. that, that I was going to talk about. Oh, Hello? What's that? Hey, we got Hello? you. Can you hear me? Yeah, but I couldn't, hear you, for, robot? I couldn't hear you for a long time. Oh, I said we've, we've pretty much uh, hit everything I want to talk to. Other than uh, they have cool pictures. Like you can go look online of what they think is like harp clouds. And they're they've got the circle and they're all like really wavy. They're really it's re, it's actually really cool looking. So I tell everyone to go take a peek and uh, look up some of the harp clouds. They're it's cool some cool photos. Like we definitely will continue with uh, weather modification, like cloud seeding and chemtrails and all those other conspiracies. Definitely, but the harp itself is oh is for like, sure. There's multiple arrays. It's not just the one in there's not just one in Alaska. There's multiple. There's mobile ones. If it was just for research purposes, oh, oh okay. Then this this is what I this is my theory. Oh yeah, Byron just showed me a picture of what you're talking about. It's actually pretty crazy. They don't. I have seen that. Like I've seen those clouds like as a as a young pup and stuff. And I was told they were like wave clouds. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, who knows really? But my theory is with Harp. Because <gasps> always one. I never. I because I when I tried to talk about it earlier, I lost the website, but I found it. So what happened? And so Harp was developed by Arco. And then it was eventually sold to Raytheon. And Raytheon is a defense contractor for the United States. And Raytheon was founded by Vannevar Bush way back in the fucking like 1930s. Hmm. So if you if you go with a New World Order conspiracy and you hear the name Bush again, you're like, okay. So the, Raytheon owned this thing in 95. So what, what I think happened is, I think this is what happens with most, most technology. Someone develops it and then they they have it for like non-malicious purposes. Like, oh, we have this, there's, this could do some good stuff. And then, you know, the defense departments get involved and they're like, okay, we could, use this. could it also do this or this or this? And they're like, oh, well, you know, theoretically, yeah, it's possible they could. So they do a couple of tests. They don't really do much with it. They don't make it public. And after a while, they're like, okay, you know what? Uh, this project, no more funding for this project. So they close it down. Cause I, I think that actually military closed it down in like 2013, the harp, uh, the harp one in Alaska. Yeah, they close it down. And they're like, "Oh, it's decommissioned." They were gonna get rid of it, but then now it is owned by the uh, University of Fairbanks, Alaska. So they're they're reopening it this year. Like, just they're just opening it either now or very very soon. They're open reopening it. So now it's back to a university program. So now it's all for good again. But what I think happened, if the conspiracy is true, Raytheon owned it. So defense contractor owned it. They found out everything everything they could. And after they found they what they could, to, yep. 
and then they move the technology. Now they have mobile units. They have units in other countries. They're like, okay, we can control the weather. We can do this. We can do this. But we, uh, what's it called? Fuck, what's it called in a debate when uh, a red herring? When you purposely give, like, some people to look at. Like, all right, harp. Yeah, it's that. It's not doing anything. Yeah, red herring. Yeah. Right, it's do- nothing, mm-hmm. doing nothing but good. Like, here's all the documents. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. So everyone's like, okay, yeah, harp. Yeah, it's debunked. Like, it's just for research. Like what, Meanwhile, I was talking, like what I was talking about, where they they invited everyone in in the Alaska one to come and have a look at it. It's like, yeah, look, we're not. There's no mind control here. It's just come and have a look. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit. And so they they do all that. They're like, oh yeah, it's not it's not malicious at all. Like it's just for research. And then they they close it down. They hand it off to an educational institution. But meanwhile, they take their technology and their knowledge that they gained, and they move it on to like more sinister, malicious purposes. Yeah, you have the now you have the mobile units. Maybe they can actually direct hurricanes or direct storms or lightning storms. I don't know, man. The technology and all the whoa, whoa, you went all you... the all the technology that started out to be. Do that again. Say Mike? that again. Oh. I said, and all the technology left behind is what they initially started with. Yeah, so it's just like the non-malicious portion of it, and then whatever they found out, they just take with them. And they're like, yeah, okay, they don't tell anything about anything about it. Remove enough in, or enough, I guess, detailed information that it's going to take them a while to get to where the government are. But yeah, have a play around. Like if you start going with like uh, like DARPA and stuff and these like big organizations in the States, these guys are fucking 20, 30, 40 years ahead of what consumers see in technology. Right? So in the yeah. late, in the seventies when they said like, Oh, we need a, we need a weather modification treaty because like we're, we're just getting there now. It was almost 50 years ago. Now what are they? We're have? there. What are the, what, yeah, we're there. We've probably been there for 20 years. Right? Global warming. Like, so, like, the, the conspiracy goes, like, is it global warming? Is it, is it actually fucking pushed by the, this, the agenda to, like, you know? Or is it the changing weather patterns by harp that's fucking up the rest of the world? Yeah, so, like, I think if, if global warming, like, I personally believe it in some way, like, not global warming, but climate change for sure. Like, if, if you cut down a 10 billion trees and people start spreading out like you're cutting down a whole forest changes your local ecosystem you're right? having an impact for sure for 100 that's like that's that's not debatable if you cut down all the trees like now there's no moisture getting into the air like there's a there's like a whole bunch of different factors you can easily change weather patterns locally and then you push that onto a global scale and like sure like you change the weather a little bit but then say like these nefarious people that they get a hold of like okay the weather the weather systems are changing we can just you know push them a little bit more for our personal you know our personal agenda whatever that agenda may be oh. anyways boys yeah. we gotta take a quick we gotta take a really quick break because i'm gonna pee my pants and we'll be, be right great. back we'll wrap this thing up and uh yeah do all right one cold coffee left all right and we're back everyone's bladders are bladders are empty we're back good to go so sufficiently caffeinated I don't know. I think we covered uh, we covered a lot of areas on Skype. There's there's a lot of conspiracies. Like you can, like honestly, Harp could spawn its own podcast, really, with all the theories and uh, oh, everyone God. talking about it. You could hop on it for days. Oh, yo. <laughs> oh, hi, Zing. <laughs> Anyways, any other final thoughts on Harp? Like I pretty much said, I said my spiel. I think uh, I think if they do have the technology, which I think they do, they have the patents and shit. They can't create weather, but I think 
manipulate. I think they can. Honestly, there's so many patents and there's so many like, there's so many things on it. I think they have to be able to manipulate the weather in some way. I, I'd have to agree. Like initially looking at those patents that you presented to me, I didn't realize this whole 20 year thing about those. I thought they were like new patterns that people had put out there and they're there for the public. I didn't realize the, I guess the date of them. Mm-hmm. And just with the way, like I think back to 20 years when I was 11 or whatever, it was like my discman just had a freaking skip feature on it where I could like rollerblade An- with it. Anti-skip for 15 seconds. Yeah, I had like a three second skip thing on it so I could rollerblade with it in my cargo pants and shit. And the way technology's gone now from there to that, like to where we are now, if that pattern was worried about weather and manipulating it back then, like how technology has improved from there. They got some shit. There has to be something. Like, they got some I, shit. I, I can't see how there isn't. I'd be surprised. If, yeah. That's my theory. Braden? Um, I, you know what? I'm going to go on a limb and just, I think what had happened is they were fucking around with, they were fucking around with harp and they realized that they can manipulate weathers the little bits yeah. maybe little bits lots who knows but what's happened is every time they've fucked with it the cause and effect is everything's getting worse and worse and it's like every time they're like okay well maybe if we do this we can kind of counteract what we've done and it makes things a little worse yeah so every it's year like how we how we discovered the microwave you know, yeah. a guy was standing in front of a radar dish with a chocolate bar in his pocket, and he noticed when he pulled the chocolate bar out, it was melted. <gasps> we could do that. So, yeah. Just now you discover it's just, you know, incidental discovery where you're just like, you know, what can we do? And then, you know, when, and then when you're experimenting it with it enough, like, you know, like we said, the weather systems are in a, intricately interconnected system. And, it, and before you know it, if you, if you take something away from one place, you're going to take something, you know, if you put something somewhere, you're going to take something away from somewhere else. The whole cause and effect. And before you know it, yep. and before you know it, it, it you know, you, you've, you've permanently fucked shut up, fuck shit up that's been doing for millions and billions of years. And, you say, and now you're just going to mess it up in, in one go in a couple of years, you know? Yeah, so. I think like humans are kind of developing the, the God complex here. Like, okay, well, now we can control the weather. We can control genes. So you can create life or make new life. You can control weather. Like, what's next? We can yeah. make stuff perfect, but in doing so, I'd say, we don't. But I'd say, I wouldn't say – I'd say the Cobra Commander complex is more <laughs> like it. <laughs> we have our weather master. You know, it would be cool if – it shouldn't be Harp. It should be weather master. What is it? Weather dominator. That'd weather yeah, dominator. <laughs> weather dominator. Weather way commander. Cooler. Anyway, boys, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. you know what? There's going to be a lot of people be like, oh, you guys didn't talk on that or, that or that or that or that. But hey, you know what? We always come, we always revisit topics. So if we missed a bunch of stuff that you're like, okay, no, the mind control really works like this. Like you got to talk about it. Let us know. Shoot us. Yeah. Shoot us. Well, and this was, this was more of an introduction of like of a bunch of things on heart, not, uh, not necessarily in depth in one. Cause man, some of these things you can go, there's so much information. You can talk for a day, right? Just keep going. Yeah. I mean, just talking about how weather works could be like a whole entire whole podcast week long. There could be like seven podcasts yeah. <laughs> talking about how to how to affect weather and the history of like geo manipulation and how earthquakes work. And anyways, anyway, got, yeah, 
All right, boys, we gotta yeah. start. We gotta start wrapping it up. I think. Uh, I thought we did wrap. <laughs> I thought we were yeah, wrapping. We it up. did. We yeah. were. Well, we were wrapping it up. We were halfway through the wrap. All right. Well, you guys, cut um, out. Okay. T-shirts. T-shirts are available at our website. Yeah. Uh, looks sweet. Most of them yes. have been bought the first batch, but I'm ordering more. So if you want one, oh, just just order they, one. Wow. Wow. They've been bought already. Yeah. Well, not all of them, but like a good chunk. A couple of them are sold out. Oh. But I'm, well, we're always getting more. We're always getting more stock. So if you order one and it says sold out. In the day or two, we'll have more. So don't worry about it. Keep ordering. Oh wow! Um, cool. Wow! You like our you like our you like our shirts. Wow. Um. Cool. We're gonna do some after hours after this one. Sans me, so you guys can go ahead and beak me as much as you want. Do a little beak, brain beak here. No big deal. Beaking to be done. If you want, you know what? If you if you don't know by now, follow us on Twitter at Truth Is Out There. At Alien Theorists on Facebook, AlienTheorists.com, AlienTheorists at gmail.com for all your stories, anything you want said. If you uh, if you want to support the show, the show is always ad-free. Head over to Patreon.com, look up Alien Theorists Theorizing. Support the show, you get some bonus content. And it uh, um, keeps the show going. Someone sent a message that said... where did What did it say? Um, fuck, is it on Instagram? It was really funny because I needed to read it to you because it's... Um. Fuck. Good story. Basically, man, so. what's your one song? What's your one song uh, that was on the last podcast? Oh, uh, what did I do last is podcast? Ron, is it Ron? Uh, Run with you. Run with me. Run with me. So yeah, two podcasts ago it was Run for me. My last, the last podcast we did was I'm done with you. Do you remember? Someone what? like someone made a comment on. I don't know if it was Twitter or um, one of the tweets, one of the something. And they were saying, oh, I love that song on the last podcast. It was like it was awesome. But all I could hear was uh, like Ron Pond with me. <laughs> Ron. Uh, oh, because oh, uh, so- the song is Run From Me, Baby. And the guy's like, oh, Ron Pond, Ron like, Pond, Ron me, Pond. baby. Ron, Ron Pond. Pond, me, baby. That's the one. Yeah. Ron Pond, me, baby. Run, run pon me, me now. Yeah. Run pon me, me, baby. You should run. Can you get cast now. to re- record a special version of that you song know, called I Run Pon Me, Baby? I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Run pon um, me, baby. Anyways, this week you know, I'm gonna do one more song this week. So the first week we had kind of a heavier one. Last week we had a more bluesy one. This week is our uh, our more poppy one. So this is pretty much as pop as we get. And. And then next, well, we should have had a classical harp arrangement for this one. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't quite get that in there, but. <laughs> All right. And uh, as always, keep those eyes on the skies. Uh, mixing up, live long and prolapse, guys. There you go. Sweet. Cut What you give in life, you make your bed and nothing comes for free. I do what I want to do and let things come to me. Stop pretending that you just can't do the same. Do the same. There's no other time than now, so what the hell is your priority?
Money, go with you 